Hi, my name is Lisa Clegg and I'm a maternity nurse, mum of three, nanny to one and author of The Blissful Baby Expert and The Blissful Toddler Expert. In my job as a maternity nurse, I advise parents all over the world on feeding, sleeping and any area of development really. They say it takes a village to raise a child and a lot of us don't have family or friends close by when our babies are born. So we wanted to create a place where we can all come together, rave about the good and bad parts about being a parent without any judgment and we hope that it makes our listeners feel like you're not alone and you can use the tips and advice to help with your babies and toddlers. Please be aware that you may on occasion hear some swearing or graphic language. Obviously we will try and keep that to a minimum but we just wanted to put the disclaimer in just in case we have a little drop every now and again. If there's any subjects you would like us to discuss or any regular features you would like us to do, please, please send us an email or contact me via Instagram. All the details are in the podcast description and we hope to hear from you soon. Hi everyone, today our guest on the podcast is Zara. Hi Zara, how are you? Hi, good, thank you. Good. Um, Today we are going to be focusing on talking about tongue tie because you've got two lovely boys, haven't you? Um, (laughs) Yeah. And you've had some kind of Um, quite a lot of experience with tongue tie with both of the boys haven't you so just for anyone listening who may not even know what tongue tie is or have heard of it but don't actually know what it is do you want to just quickly explain you know what what a tongue tie is in a baby yeah so I've had a lot of experience with tongue tie with both of mine um both different types of tongue tie to different degrees as well um I've had I bottle fed I breastfed so I've got experience with both of them and how they've affected it so um, so what tongue tie is it's thickening of that bit of tissue if you lift your tongue up I'm doing it now I shouldn't do it um <laughs> it's not going to help if, you can't see me if, everyone's <laughs> doing it right now everyone's, everyone's doing it <laughs> yeah so, so get, get a mirror look at get, so get a selfie out lift your tongue up and you'll see a little string of tissue connecting the tongue to the base of the mouth um, now that string of tissue is probably not that prominent in an adult, but in a child, in a baby, you can see it. And if it's really, really thick, it basically will stop the tongue moving as well as it should. Now the tongue moving is obviously really important to for latching onto a breast, for um, getting extracting the milk out of the breast as well, um, and for bottle feeding and for speech later on. Yeah. So that's what tongue tie is. Yeah. Yeah. And um, a lot of people kind of don't even realise what it is or that it's a problem until maybe, Mm. you know, weeks down the line where they seem to be having feeding issues and Mm. maybe one of their friends or family members might pipe up, oh, have you considered that your baby may have tongue tie? Have you had them check for tongue tie? So a lot of people Mm. won't even realise or know what to look for in tongue tie, in Mm. tongue tied babies. It will be feeding issues um that that it end up meaning that that it's looked mm. looked at and, and then discovered um yeah definitely and, yeah and that was the case with you and your first child wasn't it it was did would, it wasn't discovered was it discovered at birth with with your first no child so, so they don't they don't check for it when they're no. born which i'm no. not i don't really understand because it's no matter what anyone says, as it has someone who's breastfed and who's seen the difference before and after treatment, it does affect feeding. You know, to, you know, if it's very thin, then it might not. But in a lot of people, it does affect feeding. The first sign 
will be painful feeding. It shouldn't be painful throughout in an entire feed. In, yeah. in, in terms of breastfeeding, breast exactly. Yeah. Um, so it's not checked at birth. And it, it luckily, I've got a few medical friends and some one of my friends had babies had tongue tie. So they told me it shouldn't still be painful. And it was mm-hmm. about a week in and it was the entire feed. Um, I was reassured by a lot of midwives and people that, yeah, no, it's normal to get pain. It's normal to get pain. But it was painful the entire feed. And yeah. it was excruciating, absolutely excruciating. Yeah. Um, other Babies might get caught, caught later on. It's because they're not gaining weight as well, or they yes. are jaundiced, um, or they're not settling, which all all of those things kind of imply they're not getting enough of their, enough of their milk and not you know thriving. So that's when it might get caught later on. But by that point, it would have been weeks and weeks and weeks. The baby might not be gaining weight. You don't want to let it get that far if that makes no. sense um yeah. and mother might have given up breastfeeding by that point as well so yeah, yeah. you know you want to get there early yeah um because like you said the where where the tongue is restricted and they have the restricted mm. movement obviously the breast it's much harder they have to work much harder on the breast to extract the milk so when there's mm. restricted movement on um the tongue they can't mm. draw the milk out as well which is why it then um means that they may be losing mm. weight or not putting it on as fast as the health professionals are expecting and and what exactly. they call failure to thrive yeah exactly yeah. oh we can hear somebody in the background there <laughs> oh, i know i know that's the, the little one yeah he's in the middle that's of his too. morning nap yeah he's in the middle of it he's doing that he's trying to link it he's trying to link the cycle there yeah <laughs> um but i think he'll go back i'm just gonna watch him for a bit so yeah. okay we'll, we'll see how he goes and if you need to yeah. pop off that's fine yeah um yeah. Yeah, so um, with the breastfeeding, obviously you touched on it there about saying um, breastfeeding shouldn't be painful for the entire feed. And it mm. it is quite worrying that sometimes the advice is that, oh, no, pain is normal when breastfeeding and that a mm. lot of mums will just think that that's normal and not not do or ask for help or when they have asked for help they're told it's normal and that it, that it's okay um mm. so we, we want to kind of really hammer home the point it should not be painful for an entire feed it's very normal for um a lot of mums when the milk first came in and i had this with all of my three mm. Um, mm. i think the percentages for la- latching on pain is very low in terms of when you research it and you you yeah. um find out who has latching on pain and doesn't i i can't remember what the exact percentage in my head Mm. but I know Mm. it's less than 50% but actually in all the mums that I work with I would say you know and I work with hundreds of mums the latching on pain when the milk first comes in um is is quite high more like 80% of mums get that initial I found it was like literally 10 seconds when they first latch on and I almost had to count backwards from 10 and grit my teeth and go oh 10 9 8 6 oh okay it's almost yeah. like when you've you've been given an anesthetic and they tell you to count backwards don't they you kind of yeah, get to yeah. five or four and you're like okay that's fine now i can deal yeah. with that and yeah, then there shouldn't yeah. be any more pain after that and the rest of the feed you should feel pulling and tugging as the baby's feeding but not pain um yeah. and yeah. if there is pain after that initial 10 to 15 seconds then unlatch the baby 
try yeah. again, try and relatch yeah. and, and see if you, you know, maybe it's just that they're chomping on the end of the nipple and haven't got enough of the breast in their mouth to yeah. um, stop it from hurting. So, yeah, yeah, like you said, pain is a big um indicator yeah. of tongue tie um yeah. and that the baby is doing kind of small feeds and getting quite worn out by it all and and not wanted yeah. to kind of continue to do a longer feed yeah so pain during yeah. latching small feeds small long feeds as well um are a classic one and also when they come off the nipple you can see a really cl- a classic shape as well so it looks like it's been compressed either side kind of yeah. so it kind of looks like an eye shape if that makes sense yeah. um yeah. or it looks like a lipstick shape as well yeah. so where they're compressing okay. the base of the nipple um okay. so yeah that lipstick shape is not normal yeah and in bottle fed babies obviously because that's yeah. the the signs in a breastfed baby so in bottle fed babies the signs um what you found for when you were feeding rory what were the signs that you noticed with a tongue-tie baby um in mm. a bottle fed baby it's probably still the longer feeds because you know with the bottle i know you've got to latch onto the teat in the same similar way but they might only get the end of the teat in they might Mm. suck in lots of air be more windy you know um and then therefore be unsettled because of the wind um i mean it got better after it was treated definitely um but he definitely and he also had sucking blisters i I noticed yeah as well around the mouth yeah, I mean, the biggest thing I've found with bottle-fed babies who are tongue-tied is is the wind, massive, massive amounts wind, of wind yeah. that you, you oh. just can't shift and they yeah. really struggle with it because the latch and the seal on, on the teat, similarly to the breast, is just not closed enough. So as they're yes, sucking yeah. on the teat, they're yeah. letting and taking in air at the same time. And another kind of very classic sign that um, people will tell you for bottle-fed babies is that they make kind of a clicking sound as yeah. they're drinking because yeah. the latch is not sealed around the teat very well. Yeah. So yeah. those are all signs, you know, we just want to peep the listeners who are listening. If if this is ringing alarm bells to you now and you've had a baby who's not feeding well or, or doing these things and, and showing these signs, first thing yeah. to do is kind of get, get the tongue-tie checked. So you can yes. go to your GP via, um, you know, GP, and NHS and, and try that way first obviously that's the free way isn't it and yeah. and yeah. and with Rory you did you did that with Rory didn't you no with Rory actually what I did was I was I didn't know anything about this, so it was all mm-hmm. new to me. And I had a suspicion that when he was about seven days old, and I immediately was quite worried being a first-time mum, so I actually went privately straight away. But with okay. my second, I knew the signs already. Yeah. So about eight hours after delivery, yeah. <laughs> I, I looked at how he was breastfeeding, and I, and I was like, hang on, something's not right. And I asked them there and then the hospital to refer me to the NHS. Yeah. Um, I heard from them about ten days later, but I knew it was good, that was too long for me to wait because by then I would be my nipples would have been in bits by then. Yeah. Um, so I already had sought private help before then. But we had the second tongue dye division with my second by the NHS. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I mean that's sometimes the problem via the NHS is it may yeah. just be it may take longer. So it depends on how bad your yeah. issues are and how well the baby's feeding and and that sort of thing. If you have the money to pay to go privately and you want it done sooner mm. rather than later then there are lots of tongue-tie lactation consultants aren't there who who can cut yeah. a tongue-tie who come to your house they will yeah. give you advice and they will be able to cut the tongue-tie there and then obviously yes, you need yeah. to pay for it because it's all private but you can also yeah. get the follow-up support from them as well so that's an option yeah, for people definitely. um 
that you can just Google. There is a website called um, I can't remember what the I think it's, it's tongue tie. Yeah, is we can it link dot it on org? The... Yeah, we'll we'll put yeah. it in the podcast description because yeah. I can't remember whether it's tonguetie.org or it's changed now. But we will link it in the podcast description, and that just gives you a list of lactation consultants in your area who you can call or email and and give them um, the details of what's happening and and potentially book somebody to come out. But obviously, yes, if yeah. you've if you've got um, GP help ask your GP first see if they will um, have a look and diagnose it and if they can see that there's yeah. a clear tongue tie I mean if the baby's losing weight um, failure to thrive as, as they call it and there's issues they will refer straight away and you will um, be able to get it cut on the NHS but it may just be a bit of a delay depending on it might be how bad weight, the yeah. tie is yeah Exactly. Yeah. Um, it, what I'll say is that the health visitor can also refer you um, okay. to Tongue Tie. So um, it's the health visitor will probably be doing the weight checks um, kind of when the baby gets a bit older. So yeah. I would really push to be referred if you're concerned. Um, now, having been to an NHS Con, like a consultation about it what they'll say is a little tip to mums is what they'll say is they're looking for feeding issues now you having painful feeding is a feeding issue okay yep. even if the baby is gaining weight because a lot of the pantai babies will gain weight yes. anyway at the beginning because you've got oversupply at the beginning right so yep. all mums have oversupply you're meant to feed tri- twins and triplets aren't you so yep. they will get the milk they will gain weight and you don't want it let it get that far the pain itself is enough to be referred and be treated. So I just want to tell everyone, make sure you push for it and be, be strong in that. Yeah, because sometimes yeah. It, it tends to be, oh, no, they're not losing weight. Exactly. So kind of go away and just keep going. Whereas they yeah. will start losing weight if you're in pain and you can't feed them. Um, yeah, so... it'll, get to, it'll get to about three months when your supply mm-hmm. settles and that's when it will start to reduce and they'll t- yeah. they'll, go, they'll drop off the centaurs and you don't want it to get that far, do you? So No. No. Um, and you obviously after the tongue tie was cut for both of yours, um, yep. did you notice a big difference straight away as soon as it was done? Yeah. So um, different experiences with Rory. The pain was definitely um a lot better a lot better it went from sort of like 90 percent to maybe 10 15 percent an arbitrary okay. percentage there but it definitely yeah. was a lot better then um i didn't go on, go on to finish breastfeeding with him just because it i think it was it got difficult around five six weeks anyway and we stopped for um other reasons but with aiden i got it cut at seven days and then i had it retreated at seven weeks and the breastfeeding is, is now painless so he's so it took it took a while um it definitely was a bit of a journey but it's painless now and it it, it definitely took longer it wasn't immediate with him it took a few weeks but at about three months it got painless complete completely painless yeah that's great and you mentioned there um mm. i'll just pick up on it you had to have it retreated because unfortunately yes. some tongue tie um can reattach can't it and then it needs yeah, to be yeah. cut again unfortunately um, yeah exactly yeah so yeah so just... reattached yeah so um it probably grew back again to be honest but then by that point his mouth is getting bigger he's getting stronger everything gets better naturally anyway with breastfeeding after about three to four months um yeah. but yeah growing back is a, definitely a thing yeah, and that's that's sometimes I think 
not something that people expect as well because you think oh i've mm. had the tongue tie cut we're all sorted and then if you start having issues again you know one two three months later sometimes mm. it's not at the forefront of your mind to think oh well it can't be tongue tied because i've had that sorted but actually yeah. it is something i know of some mums who've had to have it cut three times unfortunately yeah. where it's kind yeah. of reattached two or yeah. three times and it is really important to have it recut because uh, um as you mentioned as well it's it's also having that that tight tongue can affect speech, can affect weaning, yeah. can affect eating, absolutely. lots of things later on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it's it's for the you know, you know, Rory, for example, hasn't we didn't continue breastfeeding, but it would have affected his speech down the line, you know, and the way obviously you need your tongue to pronounce words, yes. pronounce syllables and vowels and things like that. Um so yeah, it, it definitely was necessary. And what I'll say is I was really scared of the procedure when yeah. I, we first had it done. And I just want to reassure everyone, they don't feel the pain. What they don't like is just being held in a position like any baby's. Um, but it's not a painful procedure. There was a no. tiny little bit of blood, just a tiny lucky little drop, which is a bit bit scary, but it, it wasn't anything. And they were absolutely fine afterwards. Absolutely fine. Yeah. So kind of just like the, the fear of the when they go for vaccinations and things like yeah, that, isn't it? That it's exactly. over so quickly it's, or done yeah. and dusted so quickly. And it's not something they're ever going to remember. No, they're not going to remember, you know, they, that, you know, the vaccinations, that's a cry which no mum ever forgets, no. isn't it, when they have that cry. So it's not as bad as that cry, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. But yeah, no, he's, he was fine. Both of them were fine afterwards. That's good. That's reassuring. And yeah. um, obviously you had a private lactation consultant to kind of get, get it done mainly with um, Aiden, And yes. um, you got the extra advice as well to, to the, you know, the support to, um, you know, give you advice on when to introduce a bottle, when to introduce, introduce a dummy. And yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, it's really useful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I think, again, sometimes people are steered away from that and told not to um, introduce a bottle or introduce a dummy because of the yeah. tongue tie or because of breastfeeding. But we just kind of want to reassure people again and let them know that you can do both. You know, you can combine the two with a, mm. a baby who's had tongue tie and with a baby who's breastfeeding. They can still have a bottle each day and it not affect your breastfeeding journey. Yeah, no, my, mine is doing both. So we do one bottle a day, the late feed, um, of course, but he's had that from two weeks old. And it was actually the lactation consultant who told me to start around two, three weeks um, because just to get used to it. And it never affected breastfeeding. He's been fine. Okay, fab. So I think we've covered it. I mean, if there's anything else you can think about tongue tie that we, we need to share with everyone. But if if you're mm. happy that hopefully we've given everybody a lot of information to kind of go forward if they are having issues, we'll um, move on to a couple yeah. of our regular features, which I'm thinking now I'm not sure if I remembered to <laughs> remind you what they were going to be. So no, no, no. <laughs> You may not have anything. Yeah, I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm going to put you on the spot Okay, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. Okay, so the first regular feature that we've been doing is what is your your top tip or your mum hack? You know, if there was kind of one or two things that you always want to share with a new mum to, um, you know, help them make that whole parenting journey easier, what would it be? get your partner involved in the feeds 
get them involved in the feed so it's not all on you and it, get, it means that you're used to someone else helping with feeds however however it be so if you're breastfeeding and you want to start a bottle then start a bottle and get them to do it you know yeah and it's always good to get everyone involved and share the workload because it is hard being a mum and doing everything to do with feeds it tends to fall on us obviously yeah. maternity leave but if you get them involved early then they get comfortable there it's a little bonding moment you know together with the baby um and I think it just means that you're more comfortable when you get a break you know I love my break in the late feed like that's I go away and it's just a lot it's wonderful to have that little time to myself so yeah and also like like you said if you do it from an early age then the baby yeah. gets used to mum or dad feeding because particularly if you're breastfeeding if mm. you are doing all the feeding like the the breastfeeding as well as say if you decided to give one bottle a day and you were doing that one as well predominantly say five out of seven nights then the baby tends to over the weeks develop quite a strong association that you are the person that's associated with feeding and then when dad tries to do it you know as they get older and older they just dad or anybody else you know even grandma they just I've had lots of mums who say well the baby won't take a bottle or anything from anybody else but me so yeah um, yeah yeah it's good to kind of just make it normal from the start that, you know, anyone can feed them and um, they're quite yeah. happy to take it from anybody who offers Exactly, it. yeah. And, and, and like the thing is with breastfeeding, you are, especially as a first time mum, you will be really worried that anything will affect the breastfeeding. I was really worried about that. It was a real kind of trigger in me that it might go wrong if I gave someone else the bottle to do. But it yeah. was absolutely fine. It's absolutely fine. So I just want to reassure anyone out there if they're worried about it, it's always fine. They will always go back to you. They, they always prefer the boob. <laughs> they, always, they, they always prefer mummy's like cuddles and little my, my lumps and stuff for them to snuggle into you know but it's always fine but you do need a break and you'll realize that after a few weeks after a few months that you want someone else to be able to settle the baby not just you yeah otherwise you reach that I find it's the it's the wall mm. that you hit at about three or four weeks that yes that kind yes. of wall of tiredness where you think if you've been doing everything up to then predominantly yeah. then yeah. you hit that wall and go okay now I need a break because I'm yes. at burnout yeah. stage it's always three weeks because at three weeks the babies wake up a little bit more from that newborn sleepiness and then that it's sort of a euphoria that hormonal euphoria dips and that people stop visiting as much right and then yeah. so you kind of you're, the food Food stops coming in the cleaning and the sympathy stops a little bit and you're like oh my god I'm stuck here with a baby partner's yeah. gone back to work you know yeah. so you're alone then so yeah you need that little bit of time don't you yeah absolutely um mm. and our other feature was and you may not have had one of these yet because your boys are quite young but most embarrassing mm. per- parenting moment um sometimes well I mean toddlers are pretty embarrassing in public so um Rory has definitely done the ruler yeah I'm sure any any parents of toddlers will know the ruler starts that they've done so getting getting him into push chairs when he's having um tantrums and him just going into the straightest ruler like strongest ruler that I've ever seen and not (laughs) not letting me put in it I don't know why it's always so like you kind of got parents looking at you um giving you sympathy and you're like yeah I'm fine just smiling through gritted teeth um, so that's always pretty embarrassing, but I've actually become quite hardened to that because it happens so often, Lisa. It's, yeah. I'm just used to it now at this stage. Yeah. So yeah, and just the ruler, really. Yeah, it's trying to make them bend in the middle, isn't it? You're kind of like... Know, once you get the bend going, then they kind of yeah. collapse into it, but just getting that bend. Yeah. Know, so. 
<laughs> and it's with car seats and push chairs. That's what it is. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Or even just when you pick them up. Freddie this morning, he's, yes, he's like yeah, 15, yeah. 15 months yeah. now. If he, particularly with Jack, because Jack's got quite, my son's got quite a lot of facial hair. So yeah. he picked him up this morning when he was doing something and he literally grabbed his beard and, you know, straightened yeah. his whole body out up because he was, you know, yeah. having a tantrum like, oh, you've picked me up. So he straightened himself up and then with his hands grabbed yeah, hold yeah. of his beard and pulled with all of his might oh, on the God. beard. And Jack was like, ow, ow, ow. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 oh. yeah. And they're so strong, are they? How are they, they so are. strong? Yeah, yeah, um, they're strong. Yeah. They look yeah. like their little chubby hands look so cute and they're like claws, like strong claws. So, yeah, yeah no, so that's what it is. Toddlers embarrassing me in public yeah you will have much more of it to come yes he starts talking a bit more so um, thank you so much for joining us today oh pleasure thank you everyone for joining us today we hope you found all the talk about tongue tie helpful obviously if if anything did make you um realize that something could be happening with your own baby obviously follow the steps for speaking to your gp or finding a lactation consultant we will put the link to um, the tongue tie website for private lactation consultants in the podcast description for you as well and if you're enjoying listening to our podcast at the moment please subscribe and leave us a review so that we know how you're doing and also please send us any details you would like us to talk about in any of our other podcasts And we'll talk to you all again soon. Bye for now.